Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around the Android app. Yep, <laughs> or whatever, or your iPhone, whatever it might be. Today, this episode of... Uh, no, but this, aren't we more sensitive to Androids now? You, you felt you were... I was prejudiced to iPhones. Yes. Is there a, ra- is there a word for Android racism? <laughs> Randroidism. I'm sure there is. I'm but, sure uh, is you're overcompensating. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're always welcome. This life is courtesy of Lucina Health this week. Uh, remind you, refill wise card. Text the number 22822 on your phone. Put Drew in there. Text it to that number, and you get up to 80% off on your prescriptions. Do it now. Also, a dollar is donated to Prostate Cancer Foundation. Is that a Rite Aid thing? Yeah, sure. I love Rite Aid. That's where well, I get my Nicorette gum. Even though it's called Refill Wise, it's, it's not. It's Lucinia. It goes Elster. anywhere. Yeah, you can get it. You may get a big thing off your. I don't know. I'm off the gum. Check it. To call, I'm going go, to do it. Put uh, right now. Drew two two. I'm not kidding. You'll see this card pop up. Okay. I mean also I'm Hydro do it right now. Yes, on do the it. Air. Put, okay. Do I go in my messages? Messages. Okay. And how do I send a new message? Just, I, just like put message. Okay. Then put two two eight two two in there. No, no don't it, search. No. Uh, oh, okay. 222. 22822. 22822. Then put in Drew in the little message window. In the subject or the yeah, message? The message. Yeah. Just your W. Drew. And then send. Okay. And then watch what happens. Oh, in, my in a, gosh. Let's see. It, it rock, almost immediately you'll get a card. And uh, also hide Oh, my God. I got a card. <laughs> right. And I get 10% off at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I'll go to Walmart to get my gum if it's cheaper. Yeah. There you go. You never know. This this is the kinds of efficiencies our healthcare system needs. Yes, and a dollar them. goes to prostate cancer. There you go. Uh, also, our friends at Hydrolite. This is another advance. This you don't need IVs when you have this. You can orally rehydrate. I just recently did it to my mother who needed an IV. We obviated all that. Ninety year old. I'd used myself for during a colonoscopy prep. Also, uh, good if you drink too much, too, as a sort of a rehab drink. Go to Rite Aid or Amazon.com to uh, get this on-to-go product. Also, to click the banners at doctor.com get more info. Our guest today is Anna Vocino. Hi. She is, hi, Anna. As you, you've, you've just witnessed all of our, our Michigas. I did. I didn't know if I should Craziness. <laughs> and uh, Anna is an old friend of mine and of the podcasting world here at this pod- yeah. Playroom Podcast. We're on to podcasting. It used to be so, about radio. Now it's on to podcasting. Anna was in a TV show that I thought was brilliant. Uh, it was about, what was it called? Like, Free Radio. Free Radio. Mm-hmm. And it was about a nudnik, essentially sort of, production assistant running around the radio station they just gave him a morning show 
And that was the way radio used to be done. I yeah. know. That's how Drew got yeah. into that's radio. That's how I got into yeah, radio. Exactly. That's how I got into radio. Exactly. And, and Anna was the, the color, the news, you know, the, yeah, yeah. the, the Robin Quivers of right. his. And, the, and, the voice of reason. And it was so accurate and so well written. And both you and he are so funny. We had a really now? good time. Lance Crawl is now, he's living in Atlanta and he's, uh, he's uh, working in television development there. Uh, he deserves so, um, a good show. But I'm going to uh, see him. I'm going to do the Laughing Skull Comedy Festival in Atlanta in a couple months. So I'm going to go perfect. see please him say, there. Say I will. Me. I definitely will. I saw him like once after we, I think I was a guest on the show, on the TV show, wasn't I? Once I, you, I yeah, I bugged. You know what it was? They had you do help us do the promos. Was it? I, yeah. I just know that I kept bugging people. I really want to be on the show. I really know. Want show. And we it's wanted so to funny. have you on, but then they didn't renew us for a third season. Ah, so there you go. But we also thought, we're, we, we, Lance and I still well, kicked back and forth doing it. It was on VH1. It was on something. VH1, and then they moved it to Comedy Central, and it never really kind of found It, it oh, ran two wow. seasons. How does the show go from. Com- because from it's all VH1 Viacom. Comedy. Oh my god! Because it's all Viacom owned, so they can they can buy each other's properties Ki- and stuff. But kind of, kind of. Yeah, it was it was. There was a big war when Corolla went from. Uh, we were on MTV, and he went yeah. to Comedy Central to do the Man Show, and there's a gigantic. Yeah, they still Michigan get house. up in arms about yeah, it because yeah. they're still like inter Viacom dueling. I suppose. Yes, they leave it as little fiefdoms that fight amongst yeah, themselves. Exactly. Which is weird. That's, that's, exa- that's a great way to describe Sumner it. Sumner was in charge too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's, that's, Sumner Red Show. <laughs> that's how they set it in up. Charge. They set it up as little fiefdoms that we had to go fight each other for in front of survival. him, in front of I'm the king. Sh- I'm sure it doesn't change that much. But, but anyway, so whenever there didn't catch on, but it was a great show. No, so. well, uh, thank you, and and uh, we always appreciated your support because I think it was you and Tony Hawk who were single handedly responsible for <laughs> tweeting about the show <laughs> and getting right? us audience members. Got so it. that was good. And Lance and I always play around with either doing a podcast version of it um, and just doing the celebrity interviews. It, it, because we can do that remotely, um, or do you a could YouTube. actually? You know what you could do? You could do a movie, because yeah. no one has really captured eighties no radio yet. Yeah, and this was no one has captured the eighties period in <laughs> any genre. Yeah. Of, yeah. we the, need all to the, all the music. Even the nineties are been, horrible. Yeah, it, this was the closest thing I'd ever seen to what actually went on in radios. In the 80s. Sadly, it was placed. It was set in present day, but no, yet, yet we were I, doing eighties radio. Yeah. No, I, 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 <laughs> Although it, I don't it, know if radios radios progressed much since. No, the no, 80s. radio is different now. Radio's it's looping different. around. Very different. No, 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 no. It's looping back around, right? It's looping back around. People are listening to radio again. Oh yes, radio is surviving again. Yeah, but the but the way it's being done is very it. different. Yeah. Very different. And 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 what I admired that was like the nineties when that was was it already? No, it was it was two thousand seven to two thousand nine. Okay. So 10 years ago. Okay. God, I would have put it like 2001 or something. But, but it, 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 it was, feels it, like that was, much <laughs> time has passed. Yes. It was close <laughs> enough to the 80s stuff that you could believe people could right. still be doing that stuff right. on the air at the time. That, yeah. that, that, that was my dis- – right. I, I suspended my disbelief to that point. No, I had no problem suspending right. my right. disbelief. Did you see yeah. the 80s CNN th- special? Yes. So that – was more accurate than I'd seen the 80s portrayed ever before. But it was so much focus on the bad fashion. Right. Right? The 70s, that CNN 70s thing was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty I accurate. thought it was amazing, the 70s. I can't remember who narrated that one. sucked. Well, it's Didn't all... Rob Lowe do the 80s one? I don't know. He narrated it? I don't know. But uh, no. there isn't that much narration in the, in the 70s one. It's a lot of just... Interviews and well, maybe I'm thinking of a different. But they did Plato's Retreat and they did the New Wave movement and punk rock and That's they did cool. politics and they did the adv- you know the res- the education of Reagan to become the leader of the 80s. It was so amazing. It was just like I remembered it. But then the 80s again with the shoulder things. So much. How many shots do you need of somebody in a puffy, ugly <laughs> coat? 
And we all went for it. That's we what's so sad. We all went for, for it. I had one. and sinker. I no had one. Had but, a but you know what? You know what? You know what you missed. Did you have a shoulder pad jacket? No. no well, probably, but not not like the Jetsons. Like not like it got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like Grace Jones. <laughs> yeah. how she had like the. Yeah. Yeah. But but I will tell you that. The piece it was the of, worst fashion in, in but, any but, decade. But here's what everyone misses. You tell me if I'm uh, onto something here. Is it was all fun. Yes, it, was it was all in the name of fun. Nobody was serious about it. Everyone was just sort of fun. Well, that's the thing. Yes. That we've been talking about millennials a lot on this show, and I, I don't know if you have a lot of them in your life, but I do, in the actually. 80s, most, I formed my band, the Chili Peppers formed, Jane's Addiction. Our motivation wasn't to become huge rock stars right. because no one that played music that sounded like us was ever going to be a huge rock star it was more for fun it, it felt like i i keep remembering back i was just going to do this for a while while it was fun like three or four years and i think a lot of things in the 80s were like that i think drew's radio career wasn't it you were just going to do it because it's fun 100 percent. but you didn't think I, it was going to be your whole life oh and future. my god i remember when <laughs> listen to this listen to this I, a friend of mine somebody who became important in my life showed up in about I've been doing radio one night a week for like about eight years or something and uh, and he goes what do you want to be doing in ten years I'm like ten years ten not years. this <laughs> like, I don't know. Ten, what do I want to be doing in ten years I don't know but it's certainly not this <laughs> 35 years hence yeah <laughs> like, that's amazing so there yeah. was something about the 80s that, that our passions grew into careers and now I think millennials want to know they want that. what should I have passion about that's going to be a career? That's yeah, different. Yeah. That's well, different. Or, or I would argue they're saying I have passion. I want to make a difference. How the hell do I get started? Because there's no jobs. There's no place to do it. Right? Well, I think it's super misleading when people from the 80s, and I, I'm, I, I was a kid in the 80s, so I, to me everything looked like great fun. Everything I thought yeah. when you grew up, everything was. was going to be a John Hughes movie. I was an adult movie, in the 80s, you know? and it was yeah, fun. Right? Yeah, right? And then in the 90s, yeah. we were all like the disillusioned ones with the flannels yeah. and the like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It didn't work out. But like, but the, ki- the kids now. The kids now! But no, I think that like we're doing a disservice when we say like, just follow your passion and the money will come. Like I That's think, not true. I think it's not true. I think that you have to like... You have to follow your passion and also hustle up some cash. That's right. At the That's same time. Right. And if you're lucky enough, maybe your passion gets you a living or even luckier, you make enough money to just head on over to your right. career. But, that, yeah. that's, but you have to have a certain amount of figuring things out. So I figured if I had about 1986, I figured I could make forty or $50,000 a year just playing music. That was a mind blowing thing. Like yeah. that's as much as I would have had be making if I had a real job, and right. that it's that inspiring. Like holy fuck! And then you could have right? bought a house for a hundred and forty thousand dollars, <laughs> and been like sitting yeah. on a gold mine. Yeah. yeah. Now and True. so now yeah. you know. So so I just think follow what you. That what you have a passion for, but be mindful that you you have to take care of yourself. I don't think millennials have this idea that you got to take care of yourself. Well, you have to because I knew my dad was like, "You're playing music, fuck you. You're <laughs> dead to me." Right? You know what I mean? But, but it gave you it taken away that safety net, made you go out yes, and hustle. It made you have you to have figure to out, like, yeah. You have to find a way to make a living. That's so it. let me give some more plugs on Anna. She is, of course, co-host of Fitness Confidential with Vinnie Tortorich. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. 
Dude. Love that guy. Yeah, he's so, great, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and she has some cookbooks that fly out of that uh, whole project. So yes. that's why there's meat in your cookbook. Yeah, because Vinny's a big meat. <laughs> I'm a big meat eater. Yeah, we're not. You guys are meat lovers. We're and meat if, lovers. And if you want the recipes, we not grain we, or sugar lovers, but meat uh, yeah. lovers right, which for is, sure. Yeah, I'm not a grain or sugar guy either. And yeah. there was. Where did I read? There's some data recently it's about finally coming out. Yeah, about the the genetics of all this and, mm. and and fat too, and how fat metabolism works. Interesting. This uh, woman, you ought to hear the interview I did on Weekly Infusion with help me, the woman, the fat woman, Sylvia Tara. Sylvia Tara, the Tara. Secret Life of Fat. Yes, I just read her book. Yes, I want we, to talk to we'll her. Listen. Was she great? She was great, and you should listen to her. I will. I will good. listen. Uh, but anyway, this whole world, this is all, you know, yep. we, I have different needs, you have different exactly. needs, different things. And, but one thing we can all, those of us that have to watch our diet are sure of the carbs and the and the uh, Processed foods. Not Let's our just friend. say processed not foods. Not our friend. Get rid of them. Uh, so Anna is a food blogger, a cookbook author. The book is Eat Happy. Yeah. And we use it here in this household. And it looks very vegan-esque on the cover. <laughs> it but is I'm not. glad to say there's a lot of meat in there. <laughs> it's good, right? There's some secret. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah. There's secret pork Wait, in this dish on the cover. Hold on. Did you hide? <laughs> yeah. Our I producer, hide the first, first Lady of Love, just I in. love the chicken legs. The fried chicken Yay. legs. Is that the almond-covered oh, ones? Oh my gosh. Is that right, Dad? I just lost eight pounds. Yeah. of fat and gained a pound and a half of muscle and I swear you did yes, yes she did. I swear well I've been working out too but yeah, she's been working hard but you're 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 this but cookbook has seriously has it been like like you've been it's using in the, the middle, recipes yes. no no listen it sits in the in the landing in the middle of our kitchen it's yes. just been sitting there for and last here's, month here's an interesting that makes fact feel as well really special yeah. there's another woman in my group and she can't eat as much protein as she wanted to and she didn't gain any any muscle and she lost the same amount as of weight that I did, but why can't she? I protein? actually wait, wait. Why can't she protein? It's a bizarre. Let's just... It's a Los Angeles thing, Drew. You would not. The understand. only reason she couldn't is advanced kidney disease. Is no. dialysis? No, 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 no. <laughs> she could eat. Protein. He's going to go all doctor right no. now. Okay, we live in a <laughs> socio-economic <laughs> time when I can buy and eat whatever I want, okay. and some people can't. They can't just find protein in the refrigerator. All the time. So wow. Now this is going to open. We're going down a rabbit hole. I can feel it. But, but <laughs> be that as it may, she's, she's, she lives in our Drew community. Drew wants to know why she, that woman doesn't eat protein. Well, no, I'm curious. She that just she can... didn't have access to it when she needed it. Okay, she, that's fine. Uh, okay. Whatever. Okay. I don't, I don't want to ju- I'm not but judging. Also, but also, was she able to veg- eat vegetables? Right. Vegetables and fruit are more expensive. I, I think she did well on her, with her diet. Okay. But I think that all right, we shouldn't be eating all well. the protein that yeah. I ate. Yeah. Was a huge contribution. And to be fair, this woman, my I'm pointing success. at, I'm pointing at our producer Susan. She, she, um, she is a protein. Like she uses protein effectively. Right. Not everyone does that, even. Right. No. I, and, well, I, I, I mean, use that. I turn it protein into sugars. I'm sure. My, my depending body. on. Well, are you? Do you stay in dietary ketosis? No, that, or you just have so much protein that it. Converts yeah, I just to sugar. I'm aware that that, that yeah. the calorie is a calorie for me for the most part. Right, I need a certain amount of protein, but if I'm eating a high calorie input on protein, right. it then will be converted, and you'll start to gain weight. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. but uh, did you were you okay with increasing your fats now that you were yes. cutting out the process? I liked the fat. Yeah, makes it was, us taste it was better. A, that's I for probably sure. would have lost weight faster if I hadn't had as much fat as I right. did, but. It was, I mean, it was really satisfying. I find people, if they'll increase the fat, even if they go a little overboard at first, they tend to regulate after a little while. You were doing it for what, eight weeks? Yes. Eight pounds in eight weeks is really amazing. Yeah. And also to like stick with it because that's the thing you have to, and eating fat helps you stick with it because you're like, oh, I'm full. I feel yeah, I'm not Good. dying. I had yeah, I'm not cream. dying. I'm not going. Ugh. I had the cream in my coffee. I right. had the, I you used the satiated. MCT yeah. oil. I also um, ate chicken skin 
you know, yeah. on those on those chicken legs. You right. Know? Oh, oh, my God. I just I have those, those in the legs. refrigerator. If I got so hungry, good. I'd just grab one and eat one. Right? Al- they're good cold. They're almond encrusted, right? Or mm-hmm. almond powdered. Yeah. Oh, that's what Almond, almond flour, almond, almond meal. I've seen Same all this thing. almond powder in our, our <laughs> cupboard. I was like, what is, who's using almond powder? <laughs> put it on the chicken. <laughs> <using> almond powder. <laughs> I just literally pulled some There's out today. There's hemp seed in there, flax seed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of almond meal or almond flour, as it's called these days, is kind of a go-to thing when you're replacing. Like if you're making meatballs or coconut something or you can use that if you don't if you have a nut allergy you can use um flaxseed flax meal okay so um, let's, let's, let's be a layman pizza, yeah. oh, those, let's the wait, wait, Bob, wait 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 hold on Bob. that cauliflower pizza is yours yes oh my god the pizza right? is to die for oh it's like pure cheese but you're it sounds, like a, it sounds like a commercial but it's not these are amazing it's phenomenal, the pizza is to no, die for no eating that it, was very you satisfying should, it's not your own eat, over, overeaters thing restaurant send this send this stuff out to people's houses uh, I, I, I do want to do that actually there you go I know like Sunfair I can find the funding we got a deal yeah. <laughs> so did we just, did we just have a access. Shark Tank moment? <laughs> we did. We had, a, we had a moment. Hot damn. I'm ready. Because, to because, because, yeah, because here's, here's an interesting <laughs> thing. I've just, I've shied away. A lot of my friends went all vegan, hippie, crazy, right. all over the, you know, the, the Southern California spectrum right. for the last 20 years. I've just kind of stayed with what my dad ate, what I eat. You know, like meat and and vegetables yeah. and fruit, right? That's basically so, what it is. So, but in an in an environment like we are here, where right. you can't do this, you can't do that. Oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. You know, the kind of I think it must be made of kale. It must be made of <laughs> yeah. this, or you, you know, in the sh- big sugar thing now. And I always think like, well, wherever my dad learned his eating from came from Europe. Because he's, oh, yeah. he's yeah. first generation born here, right? right? So where do we see people live the longest on the earth? Well, the Mediterranean diets Medi- help. Mediterranean yeah. and, then these... and and Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. There's these blue zones. Japan. The blue zones, Japan, yeah. right? Costa Rica. And... Yeah, there's certain blue zones. And the, and the Seventh-day hey, Adventists. You know, Seventh-day Adventists. Right? right what? Up here, seven, but they're vegetarians. They're vegetarians. Yeah. That's right. You're kidding. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's why they're trying to figure out what the common denominator is. And like what you were saying That's earlier, it's individual. Wherever yeah. they're it's individual. the centen- What are the hundred-year-old people called? Centenar- Cent- centenarians? Centenarians. I call them centaurs. Shouldn't we look at what people <laughs> eat in those parts where well, a lot do. of hundred people do? Nobody can agree on it. Well, blue. it ain't fucking kale. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they, they only eat kale. Blue zones. They it's only not, eat kale. There's no Whole Foods there. No. Right? Probably none of them have a Whole Foods. <laughs> right, and so there's no toxins, and there's no worry there's no about asparagus water, GMOs or anything. They don't worry about that. They just eat a certain they just kind eat of balance and life. just do their thing. Yeah, they eat, move get their food bo- from the they, ground as much. Well, as that's possible what I liked about the, Vinny. Vinny said, and this is what because listen, the true story with Vinny was that Vinny was writing a book and he was trying to get it out there, and they told him he needed a platform, and he came to me and was like, because I produce podcasts, and he was like, let's do a podcast, and I said, no, thank you, that's way too much work, and then I read his book, and it's so good because it's the first and I'm doing air quotes, diet book, where it was like, his diet is cut out the processed foods, cut out the sugars and grains, and move your body. It's not rocket science. It's, you know what I mean? And there's yeah. not a lot of money to be made off of just telling people to cut out. So that's why we literally eat or selling our books, and like how, he has some how, vitamins, how and that's he get, it. How did he get the inroad over to Corolla? Was that me? Because um, Corolla picked up it on might his stuff have been. big time. It and might that, have now been. Now Gina's on his diets and stuff. I know. It's yeah. so great. The whole yeah. thing is so just So the kinda... word organic, I was just driving Elvis through Mount Washington, one of the hipster wor- parts yep. of the world. Yep. They, this little market said, organic coffee. Oh, yeah. Like, what the 
fuck does it matter? I just want to poop or, or, or wake up. Like, what does it matter? There's a lot of... If it's organic how about, coffee. Hey, how about the coffee free of mycotoxins? Yeah. There's you a lot of Michigas about mycotoxins yes, right now. There's a lot of Michigas <laughs> yeah. what about is, coffee. So the point is, so yeah. there's an AMPM right across the street from the organic coffee. The organic coffee's got about nine hipsters with beards. Yeah, with the and, short it pants. $5 and it costs five dollars. It costs five dollars. You could go get the same thing for ninety nine cents yeah. across mm-hmm. the street. Again, uh, we people have not been exposed to. <laughs> no, but I don't think I mean, anybody's making just fun of them. To humans, they feel like they should be able to control it. I don't they think liberals, and this is what's it. been going on a lot, can be made fun of. Like, in the 80s and 90s, you could make fun of me and my friends for how goofy we were, whatever, and we just, yeah, you're making fun of me. Now it's like a declaration of war. Also, remember, if I say, <laughs> oh, you like your pants like that, hey, do you? Hey, Bob, remember when Dukakis... And I wear my pants like that. <laughs> you got them, too. I'm trying to look younger, you guys. Remember when Dukakis lost his presidential bid because some, he said he, somebody, or he said, I'm a card-carrying liberal? Remember is that, that what lost it for Hard him? Hard-carrying liberal became a national... Remember this? Yeah. Disgrace? Is that yeah. where it came from? Yes. I thought it was the good... Willie Horton ads that got rid of him. Was it Dukakis? It was, one it was of Willie Horton. It was one of the presidential... Also, he didn't look presidential on the tank, if it you remember. the same thing I do. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be right back. And, of course, we want to thank our friends at Hydrolite. I love this product. It's an effervescent tablet and some powders. It goes into your water bottle. It's rapid, effective recovery from dehydration. Of course, that requires a proper balance of sodium, glucose, water. It's crucial if you're sick, been vomiting, or even experiencing heavy perspiration from heavy exercise. Water alone does not do it. Sports drinks are far less effective than this well-balanced rehydration solution. Simply, Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science. It's the best rehydration product I have seen. And it comes in great flavors like orange, berry, lemonade. It's available as a pre-mixed drink, a powder. My personal preference is the effervescent tablets. You can simply drop into a glass or a bottle of water. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolyte and 75% less sugar. They're appropriate for all ages. Each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for more information, visit Hydrolyte.com. That is Hydrolyte, H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E, Hydrolyte.com. And we're back. And, again, and we're going to sponsor this organic coffee. Hey, hold on. I want, <laughs> no, I want to just uh, hydrolate. I'm sorry, very excited okay. about it. You don't need IVs many times now. And you certainly, all that those portable IV things are completely unnecessary. The hydrolyte will rehydrate you, whether you're in an athletic event or as my mother just recently did, she was getting dehydrated. I almost had to put her in the hospital. Hydrolyte brought her back. Susan, pretty soon, uses it all the time for when she's working out. So it's, it's and if you drink too much, it's something you could use for that too. Uh, Want to do some uh, some questions? Yeah. Emails? Yeah. Right. Food, food type questions? Health no, type questions? No, They're just, uh, no, not food. Is that right? Because I, I want people to realize what I've known the whole time. I just never went willy nilly, all crazy hippie. I just been eating what I ate when I was a kid, and everybody goes, "Where do you go? What do you do? How old are you?" Blah blah. I just like take care of my kids and work and eat. Like, I, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? That sounds like a pretty good life. I, I've never been in the gym. I only been in the gym one time because of celebrity rehab. They wanted to do this right. jokey skit with me and Dennis Rodman. That's the only time I ever been in a gym. <laughs> Well, I, I That's was amazing. I was in a in a think group once, and there was a French woman in there, and somehow food came up. We started talking about, it, and she goes, "You know, she's very French, like just like hadn't been here long." She goes, There's, "There is something very strange about you people, Americans." She goes, "In France, we look at food as a friend. Right? You see it as the enemy. We do. Wow, we demonize it constantly. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, food is, is good and nourishing and, and love and we're, not too much because then you start. But it's where people in social events and it's it's our friend. It's something we you know have a. Yeah, but a, we like to sit in the corner with a tub of ice cream and cry and yeah. that it's that comfort. Well, it becomes a, like, it's a drug. Exactly. It's, it's a, filling the gap. It's stuffing yeah. the void. It's or a whatever. drug. And if, it's, and if it's love, it's all of love. All the love yeah, so. that Ben and Jerry have all right, to this give. This is sort of a non this life kind of question, sort of relationship question. Will Anna help us with that? Did I give you a website at anavicino.com? Anavicino.com. V-O-C-I-N-O, one C. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. What do I do with my pregnant hormonal girlfriend, ex-girlfriend? We've known each other two months and we're happy. Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Known each other two months and we're happy. I'll adopt the kid. Hang on a second. This is interesting. (laughs) I vote I, Bob adopts the kid. <laughs> so we don't know how pregnant she is. Let's just sort of just say second or third trimester just for the sake of argument. She, uh, I, I, We've known each other two months, so there's a new relationship. I can't do anything right. She won't let me help, see me, or talk to me. I think I love her. My fears, anxiety, and stress being almost completely shut out are so overwhelming. Her problem with me is that I don't listen and I, quote, don't get it. The latest thing that hurt our connection is that she basically, and she says the last straw, is a vague text suggesting she was upset I asked if she was upset. She said no, but insinuated she was. Okay. He has all kinds of rhetorical flares here. When I investigate to try to understand exactly why, she explodes in an email saying what she needs from me. She said not to push her to explain what she means. And I forgot I screwed up and shouldn't have dropped it. Uh, I really want to be with so, her. So, so let me follow. So this guy's not the father of the child. That's, that's issue number one. That right. is, and they're in a new relationship, and she is pregnant. I've yes. been in that spot, so go really? back to the first spot. Well, she's which first spot? When you're dating somebody <laughs> who's pregnant, I've oh. dated somebody who's pregnant. Well, pregnant, I didn't he, know. But, then right. It, all right. So here's the. So t- that's a tight spot. That's amazing. Wow. So I don't know the male point of view, but from what I hear from women, maybe ladies can chime in here. Is women feel extremely vulnerable? Number one, she's already been abandoned by, by the, the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she's already feeling very angry, very hurt, very abandoned. Abandoned or worse and, could and, have happened. And, right, yeah. and the abandonment. She may be in love with that guy that, too. What and is love? Drew, hold when on, you're talking oh, like Jesus. that. Hold on. Jesus. I will. They, but <laughs> none it, of that is love. I will hooked tell on you, him. Hooked on him. Yes, right. And I will tell you that one thing I learned through all these work with the Teen Mom girls over all these years. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're an expert at this. Yeah. Go. Every single one of them. <laughs> Every Thanks, single Bob. one of them harbored the following fantasy. I'm going to get back with that father, and we're going to have, and they use these words, the white picket fence. They right. use that word over and over again. I was like, it does where do not they hear about exist. a white picket fence? It does, Ladies, no, it does not exist. It does not exist. No, it does not exist. And I've been married 18 years. It does not exist. Not only does it not exist, why would you want to force that on this abandoning sociopath? Philander yeah, pot-smoking loser. Right. <laughs> And 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 they and they literally will get gooder, good gooder, better guys in their life, and then sabotage that to right. go back with the old a hole just because there's there's some biology operating or something. What? I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't want to betray my gender or anything, but I've got to say... I'm going to protect to you young, right now. Don't to, say anything you're going to come to regret. Yeah. Well, I, you, just, I know where you're at, and I've, been, I've said the wrong thing right I now. I just wish that young ladies <laughs> would... Not put their happiness in other people's hands. That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. It, it, um, uh, uh, the man doesn't make your happiness. And you know what? She's super brave for still trying to date while being pregnant. And, I think I would shut down and be like, I'm just going to handle this situation right now. And and be that I, I'm with you on all of that. Um, 
But there is this feeling that pregnant women have of extreme vulnerability. Yeah. They're at their most vulnerable. For sure. And so it's for her to get angry and irritable. If you're not getting it, you should pay attention. Because as a male, we don't get it ever. Let's be fair. We don't. No. We just, we, men don't get it is sort of our tagline. It's sort of, that's where we start from. We really yeah. don't get pregnancy. And everything has to be made very clear to us. No, men and- are like, when is the next food? <laughs> Women are like. Well, it's usually when's the next hear, sex. Then it's when, when's and the next then when's it both? Yeah. It just what day is it? I have <laughs> yeah. to ask what day it is a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, but yeah, no. And he's wow, and he's trying to bend over backwards to please her and to reach, reach well, out trying, to her. But he's clearly not. He's, he's not. not he's not never, doing what he needs to do, no. which is to pay attention. What to no boy girl relations is. around my house? A couple of days ago, what I don't know. What is it? Sunday. Little last week, I said we're going to do something next week. I want to postpone something till next week. She goes, "We're going to Seattle next week," and I was like, "No, we're not. It's like it's a long time from now." And she goes, "It's the fifteenth," and I go, "Yeah, today's like the the third, seventh. <laughs> That's like forever away. You know, That's like I'm good on numbers. I'm just not good on how far it is from the seventh to the fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's why women so then I are to... social secretaries <laughs> for Just, every household. How about life? You know, <laughs> yeah. I come from a world, Drew knows, I had three older sisters and my mom, my dad was gone most of the time working, right? I just have always seen the executive functioning of the, a world where women dominate is a way better world. Oh, I've always said that. It's all, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm down. This, this world that these girls are living in, they're not, they don't see that. They want, I always said, women want to be equal. What? They want to come down a few notches from <laughs> level? It's you know definitely I mean? an, an instance of giving up your power to somebody who's never going to be having you. Like that's a weird. This is the the dad, the, the biological. Yeah, dad. wanting the, to get the biological but dad where, back. Why would they use words like a, a man? These words have never come out of a man's mouth. White picket fence. That's not a word I had ever uttered. Ever uttered. Yes, to, I've uttered it. You want a white picket fence, and what? I'm telling you, I'm not yeah. a white picket. Do we fence need to guy. roll this back to, to <laughs> Disney fantasy princess fairy tales things that we're all kind of sold? I literally. I was in my last year at college. I don't remember there a white picket fence in Beauty and the Beast. No, but, no, but that it, represents the fairy no, the tale. It represents the fence, happy ending. The white picket fence to me was my gener- our generation. So, so many families got divorced in our generation that had never happened before. So that, me growing up at 17, 18, seeing my friends' parents get divorced, it was like, fuck, there is no such thing as a white picket fence. There is no such thing. We are in... Either we've been lied to the whole time, or we're in a new era. Somehow that came back around 20 years ago, the white picket fence mythology. Well, let's be right? fair. And got yeah. sold to this no, no. 20-something forget, generation forget of sold. girls. Humans crave simplicity and stability and intimacy. Sure. We naturally crave it. And this somehow represents that to them, even though they have no model for it. Right. Right? The model is what's missing. Generally not. They have no family of origin that models it. They have no intimate connection with anybody yet necessarily and they have a society that says if a guy is arousing and fun that that's a good guy to hang out with right 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 and, and so he makes me feel i've heard a lot of my female clients say well he just makes me feel right. alive right i'm like what the fuck does that mean yeah well that's somebody that's else that's has to instill feeling <laughs> they, alive it means, in you it means <laughs> love, it's love it means that he's that much of an a-hole that he's a challenge <laughs> and that makes me feel alive that's that's, that's love addiction really is what yeah. that is yeah yeah, yeah it's like i need but I, isn't it they fantasy confuse, addiction they confuse it's arousal a, a, and intensity 
They, well, they, you and, should definitely marry that person and then try to change them for many years because <laughs> that works out well. <laughs> they confuse arousal and intensity for you know for love. They, they confuse it. I think we use the word love too much. All right, you asked that question. Agreed. Yeah. So what? So what? So what is it? What in the teen moms? I mean, I, here's another thing. When women get pregnant or breastfeeding, they love teen mom. That show is never going to go away. No, like, that show. I'm talking about rational who, human beings. Who invented that get, show? <laughs> it's had a marked impact on teen pregnancy. No, but but I'm Lower telling yet. you, I'm talking about 35, really? 35 yeah, year great. old nursing moms are glued to it. I've talked with my friends about Schadenfreude. it. Schadenfreude. Yeah, probably. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I've got it so much better than those poor teen moms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah but that's the whole base. That's the business model for reality shows. Mm, Schadenfreude. I don't want to think of that. Well, I've gotten caught up in it now, and I always because <laughs> I said to him a couple that's weeks right. ago, these guys are on Suboxone. These guys are stoned. And he's like, "What guys?" And I was like, "The teen mom guys." And I forgot to fill him in that I'm so up to speed on teen mom. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'm going to put you... I'm you didn't put it in context. No, no, no. Him. You know what? We get off this podcast, we're going to call Butch. Butch, you know, the, the father of... How, which, which team mom are you involved two. with? Two. Team mom oh, two. Oh. Well, team mom one, they, they, the couple that adopted it, that gave their... that uh, off. What's Look that? at it. He can't... The host no, of the show a, can't even explain No, there's a language the for adoption. The, there's, a, there's a language for adoption. Right? That, 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 that you, don't, you don't say put up a child for adoption. Where right. You say they, what, oh, they, they, they chose to find what, better parents yeah, than them I, I for their child. There, there's a language. Okay. Is that, is that the new problem? There's a language. Uh, and... Uh, Tyler, Tyler and Kate. Yes, I know Tyler. Okay, Tyler's father, Butch, the guy who's been in prison most of the last yeah, several yeah. years, is having slipping around again, and we need to get need to get him on the phone with you to to talk some do some drug addict yeah, whispering. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. actually sober right now, but he's not going to meetings, and so people okay. are worried that he's going to slip. So okay, good. Yeah, but um, but you know, it's just it's a funny thing that I know all these. I, I don't want to sound elitist with these well-educated, very privileged people, right? Who are pregnant in, in, in baby land right now. There's about four friends that mm-hmm. we have in my family and they love watching Teen Mom and they but DVR you, it and they talk about it. But don't you think it's a little bit like The Bachelor? Like you start watching it like, oh my God, I can't believe these people go on the show. And then by the end, you're like, I hope he picks Vanessa. <laughs> like you're super into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I am at least. I'm always like, whatever. They're so dumb, and then I'm like super into it, and I, I would honestly hug all of them. them. Of course, I of hate, course. Yeah. I've I've tuned into the Bachelor once in a while. I just want to kill those guys. I think they're the biggest. I I can yes. right through them. They're all scumbags who want to be famous. Will you please watch the show Unreal? The first Unreal season. Unreal is Unreal. fantastic. Yeah, please the first watch. season at least. Please and it's yeah. on Netflix or Hulu. Uh, Hulu. Lifetime. Hulu. Hulu. It's, Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. I've got both. Yeah, but I've just, got them all. all right, okay. Oh, you don't have just like TV? <laughs> yeah, I'm a TV generation. So let's do guy. another question. Here. All right, so the producer jumped in here. <laughs> another question. Oh, are we off the track? All right, so that was <laughs> uh, what kind of treatment should I be searching for? I'm 22, a mother of one. I'm currently battling depression, anxiety, and anorexia. And again, we don't know how old this child is, whether that depression is a postpartum depression. It's one. Yeah. She said it's one year old. A child of one person. Oh. Not of a one-year-old. Oh, oh, I thought she said one-year-old, old, too. Old, old mother of one, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've been a, to a few therapists. They just weren't right, which is already, for me, a tell when people jump around with therapists. That sort of smacks of a personality thing. I have one, I, I guess I had one OIOP for my eating disorder, which is the outpatient eating disorder yeah. program, uh, which is good. 
Yeah, that's good. Uh, but the thing about eating disorders are they take about seven years to treat. So it's just like drug addiction. People think, well, now I'm done. No, now you need your maintenance therapies mm. to really continue to build and grow around this condition. Uh, this is Alexandra. Wait, Drew, can I ask you a question? When you said yeah. there's a personality thing with jumping from therapist to therapist, what do you mean? Because like they distortion of personality, I, I, no, Border, I, borderline is what. It okay, is. I think like Anna, they won't I think take Anna's notes. She she jumps from asking therapist for to therapist. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you just no. can't find the my right friend Schmana wants to know. <laughs> Shmana, if I were talking, if I were speaking, yeah, if, speak if, to if Shmana, I, right? You really want, you want the real adult? You want the real adult? There are a lot of bad therapists, and if you're smart and you're sharp and you're trying to find somebody that you can connect with and feel honest with and enter the frame with, that that happens, right? The, also, it is a characteristic of what's called borderline personality right. disorder, and. And okay, I defer. Does it mean you won't like ta- if somebody says something, you don't like, like points he- out a fault, then you won't hear it and you get mad and you want to cause chaos and you they, they can't like, tolerate closeness and everything's oh, they, okay. they can't tolerate it and so they move and they create chaos and they move. So they, if you're blame, moving blame. because because there was chaos, you're probably a, got some borderline features. If you're moving because the person's not very good at their job, you're just a normal person trying but, to find. Got it. But, okay. but borderlines and all personality disorders, but most characteristically borderlines. They blame, blame, blame. They can't. Right. They can't. It's all happening. I'm actually, I have heard I'm a neurotic, which means I blame myself. Panna? Shmana? Shmana is a neurotic. (laughs) But then the care or the borderline personality is that's when you are blame, you deflect blame. It's called borderline hysteria. You've never been labeled hysterical. No, it's not. Is it 1952? (laughs) We still say that word? We call women hysterical. You're being hysterical, (laughs) Maude. Take her uterus out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is a very complicated situation. It really anxiety is anxiety and depression yeah. go together, and we you know, it's often challenging to know whether the anxiety is causing the depression or the depression. The no, anxiety, they, the 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 treating the treating the eating disorder is causing the depression. She's probably getting oh, on the right that. track. I've seen that happen. Well, that does can happen. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Meaning. They stop starving themselves or being bulimic, and they right. start being being healthier and being more out. loving toward themselves, and they get depressed. The mood, it's, the, like, it's like yeah, the mood, yeah. the underlying stuff really? emerges that we're being covered. With oh, the okay. So, yeah. You were trying to control See, that depression with things, the eating. Okay, people got it. do things because they work. They do right. drugs because they work. Right. They starve themselves because it works. It works until it they doesn't. Cut work, themselves right? because it works. That's exactly. And right. then got it, it stops working, and then they're like, "What the fuck do I do?" Right. So then, the or, person, or it starts causing a second problem. Right, you know, meaning now I'm dying. Like I'm going to die of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so now Got it's it. like, oh, I can't give it up. How? What do I do? And that's why they have such trouble giving it up. And so a lot mm. of people, especially people with drug and alcohol problems, jump to sex, right, right, or jump to shopping. Those are the mm-hmm. two that I see the Bob, most. Bob left the one out that he jumped to. Interestingly, workaholism, gambling. Oh, well, oh gambling! No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I conquered it. I conquered that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good now. I conquered I'm good. that. That's hysterical. I now judge people who gamble. <laughs> I like the way he's like, you watch the gambling it. reality shows, you're like, those dumbasses. I like the way he's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, that's gambling. No, no, I dealt with it. I just, I just remain neutral. Right. Oh, my God, you must be gambling again. No, I never oh, gamble. Oh, Bob. What? Yeah, never. Good. Yeah, I hope not. Never. Then we get out of How much fast. you want to bet? Do you buy the lottery tickets? <laughs> I buy lottery tickets. Dude. <laughs> well, I want to be able to pay back the state Please how much I've drained in Medicaid dude, expenses. Dude, dude, dude. No, not lottery, the scratchers. Mm. Lottery is too, you're not going to win the lottery. I feel like scratchers, scratchers is more win. gambly than lottery tickets. Something. Don't you think it's scratchers are more gambly? It's, it's all bad. <laughs> no, going to Morongo and losing your paycheck, are like that's instant- bad. 
Never That's what that. I was yeah, doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. I used yeah. to take off work. You didn't know. I would take off work at 2 to beat the traffic to Morongo on a Friday. Well, you have, well, you have to leave it, too. I mean, you have to leave it, too, Drew, do. Pasadena, to get to Morongo before traffic. Yeah. And we were all like, what? You're what not wrong about Bob? that. What? I mean, Bob. the timing, at least. No, Bob has tried to deal with traffic. You have to deal with traffic. Yeah. I think <laughs> you actually started telling us that. <laughs> I think it's traffic, started, man. It's traffic. It's traffic. It's Gabriel. I mean, I got to get like, out Bob, something's going on, buddy. No, but I started going to GA. He's, That's he's good. Right. It helped a lot. That's really good. Right? Read the one that I printed, the last one. The last one. You took it from me. No, yes, you did. Oh, I Is love there it. a sex one? I love it when mom and dad fight. No, Is it was on, it was on that uh, sheet with the... Uh... This one, the porn. Oh, there well, it is. Yeah, there it is. We always hey. end with a bang. Yeah, we do. Actually, uh, sex one. handed me the wrong one. That's the one you're supposed to What about to the sex we one? We did this one. Oh, we did? Yep. Yeah, let's do, do the, the sex one. one. Do the porn one. This is Where a good one. Where was I? Do you need to take a break or anything? We need a break? No, we need to hear about sex. We've gotten vomiting in. We've gotten meat eating We're going to talk about porn after the break. Well, this week's This Life is brought to you courtesy of a new friend, Lucinia Health, and they are addressing the rising cost of prescription drugs. It's something that gets to me, not only as a physician, but also as worried about my patients, my family, myself. Even with decent insurance, price medications become a concern. Now, here's a way you can get help. Go to your cell phone right now and text this number, 22822. Then type in this message. You're in the message space where you normally type in your text message. Just type in the word Drew, my name, Deary W, and send it. 22822, send to it right now. You'll be happy you did. You'll immediately get an introduction from RefillWise with a prescription saving card that comes right on your phone almost immediately. It happens. I've got one. I did it, and it happened with a blink. Right now, it's free. There's no sign-up process or wait time. You just type that number in, 22822, type the code DREW in, send it, and you'll immediately receive that RefillWise prescription saving card. And you just show it to your pharmacist when you go to get your medication refill, and you can see how much you save. Whether you have insurance or not, you show it to them, and they'll give you the insurance, if that's what uh, is the least cost, or the savings from the Lucinia card. Refill-wise, it works with major pharmaceutical companies to establish discounts on the cash price of over 6,000 commonly prescribed medication. More than 1 million people are using the card. The average saving is 40%, some up to 80%. So if you have medication that's covered by insurance, check with refill-wise pricing at your pharmacy. Even if you have insurance, the refill-wise discount might actually be better. So always pay to check it out. I'm also very excited to say that for every new user, that's right, when you go text my name through that 22822, RefillWise will immediately donate $1 to the Prostate Cancer Foundation. This is a charity I'm involved with. Check them out at PCF.org. They fund creative research for cancer, particularly prostate cancer, but all kinds of cancers get benefit from the unbelievably creative research they're funding. To learn more about RefillWise and to see if your medication could be covered, visit RefillWise, W-I-S-E, RefillWise.com. But to start saving right now, just text Drew, D-R-W, to the number 22822. Message and data rates may apply. I want to be very clear about this. Generally speaking, when my wife says something is so, it is so. And, and, I, as, and when I take issue with it, I do so at my own air, uh, risk. I was like, where was I? Yeah, and it's a, call, it's a question <laughs> we have coming up from uh, Judy. We're going to do it in a second. But right now we're going to do the Sydney. Porn. Yeah, hi, Susan. Just for, for 
First Lady of Love. Nobody talks about how our young males today are learning about sex through porn sites. I talk about it all the time. It's, it's you a, do. I heard you guys uh, talk and, about and it. Yeah. I talk about it on the radio every day. It's gross. It's, we, we actually have a sick. We actually have a specialist comes on the radio every week and well, talks about it. Well, read the question. Anyway. anyway. Uh, check out a couple of viewport videos. You would think that's how people make love. Then we are in big trouble. This you, is what I said on a podcast. You can see the pain in the women's faces, and this is what our boys are imitating. Before internet, you may love by instinct. There was nothing to imitate, no one to copy. But now internet has destroyed sex, as far as I'm concerned. I've never heard anyone mention this. Well, it's being mentioned a lot in a lot of places. Uh, thank you, and this life is the best. Now we're feeling better about Cindy. Yeah. So no, <laughs> but I but I think people tune tune out when we get too real about sex i noticed it 10 years ago boys young boys they don't even know what sex what you're supposed to do right i'm not gonna get vulgar about it but like i come from the 70s world where it's about you know making somebody happy and right. and joining in union and happiness and passion and whatever the boys don't see it that way anymore it's about their pleasure well, and about, their passion well, it's about using a body it's right about, it's about using now, a body saying, like they do on the porn i know but i'm or not like they see on instagram right. or whatever yeah. i'm not saying that the way i was taught was necessarily true because the bales kids the older boys told me but it was mostly well, about ple- pleasing a girl pleasing a girl that was a 70s focus. Yeah. You could like sneak right? somebody's dad's yeah. Playboy and then there was always like a copy in the woods. Yep. And like you'd look at that and that would be it and then it would just be hearsay. Like you didn't know until no, you finally boys started. boys talk. Like older boys told me when I was about 14. Like, would they Bob, say? They tell you, you what you have to do and what the point of doing it is, which they is did to say, please the girl. They did say that. Yes. Then. That's pretty good. Yeah. I had good... You had mentors, good mentors in the desert. No, mind you, mind you, because I did a radio show on sex relationships all the way through the eighties and nineties. What these males communicated had nothing to do with how you actually played. right how you <laughs> it was, it was how to get it to work. All the mechanisms, yeah, complete. But their goal but was it the same. was, but, but the focus was on the boy pleasing the girl. Yeah. This is very different than the 90s version post-porn yeah, yeah. is about the boy's pleasure. Because of the porn that they're seeing the, on a day-to-day basis? Well, I think, it, I think it, so. It started very much in the 90s, 90s yeah, yeah. Which, which where women started you know, engaging in a lot of oral sex on men to sort of make them happy. It right. makes them happy. It makes them happy. So it's what he wants. It makes them it happy. It doesn't. It makes boys uncomfortable. Well, the whole thing of making a boy happy and you yeah. not happy is bizarre. Their, their focus should be making you happy. Listen, if, yeah. when I was 16, if a girl would have done that to me, I was like, no, 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 what are you doing? Stop, stop. Yeah, now they... Now they're like expected. It's, oh, it's just... But I always just... The simplest way of understanding it was the there was that rite of passage where older boys told younger boys about pleasing women. And that changed somehow because of technology and porn to... Boys making up their own kind of things and it being all about themselves. And then well, I think the girls responded to these boys wanting right. these things. Yes. I believe all, it that it became all about levels of arousal. I to me this is new news because I just I, maybe I'm such a cynic that I didn't realize that boys from our younger generation were actually talking about. I thought that they were just wanting to get it in. Well, they were to be fair, <laughs> but there, but there was. But the point is, to the extent that there was information being sent right. along, it was interesting. It was, it was we're talking different. so sanitized. I mean, we could really yeah. say what yeah. I was told. Yeah, but, but no thanks. <laughs> Not sure I want to hear that, <laughs> but it was good information that's that's carried with me throughout my right. years, right? So you guys don't think any of this porn would help men do well, a better that, job? Yeah, that is the other side. Is that that some people could it teach? Not, that's right. And back in the day, back when the HIV the AIDS epidemic was underway, we used to recommend couples use porn as a way of just sort of 
you know, having something they could do together, right. homosexual. That you know, it, it, but but it it does also teach people how things work and how to, to minimize the sort of discomfort with certain things. So it's not all bad. Okay, but a, did you read the part about they don't look happy? They look yeah, like the girl looks miserable. Yeah. Yes, you can see it on their face. That's for sure. Or right. like crazy loud blowjobs, or like crazy. You know what I mean? Choking. Like you, I saw. Yeah, I see. I'm like, oh, I've, I've been doing it wrong. Now, now I, Susan's going to go porn. there. I knew yeah, it. I love no, porn. no, you know, it's very interesting. When you, great, there's nothing pleasurable about that. Well, no. you know, there's a great version on that. Is uh, Nikki Glazer has a great yeah. stand-up bit about yes. about watching porn with yeah an oral sex. Yeah, sometimes you just can't look at it. It's like oh that's no good it's just ridiculous but, but I can see how boys could think that that's okay with women because yeah not just okay it looks enthusiastic to them it looks, right looks... and the porn stars you know are completely different than well, they... yeah, but the porn stars then defend all that too when you when they go out in public they're like oh I really am into it it was a great fun and they don't say they're great. acting Sasha. yeah they made they'll a thousand they're bucks they're college like, graduates right. and yeah. they enjoy that and it's all a bunch some of some women may enjoy that they may enjoy that thoroughly but it what the point she's making is that we're educating people who don't necessarily need that right or if you say if i don't enjoy that then i must be doing it wrong and maybe i just yeah. see things the way i want to see things but i, I started like asking kids right. how because i i meet these squeaky clean kids who shoot drugs 18 19 20 years old and i'm like where the fuck did you ever even learn how to shoot up youtube they have videos youtube yeah. They watch YouTube to learn how to shoot up. It used to be in the olden days, in ancient times. How's that legal you- to put on YouTube? <laughs> you put it on YouTube, can't you? I know. But you can put porn no, on they, YouTube. You should do an experiment and see how long it takes them to find it. But, take it down. But the idea being that kids are not learning from peers, mentors, right. older kids. They're it's learning from the internet. Right. And there's no human in- contact yeah, yeah. in that education. There's no intimacy classes on porn well, channels. Isn't there an issue too? Like my, a friend of mine who he's having problems, like he hasn't had sex with his girlfriend in forever because he started in college getting addicted to porn yep. and now he can't like yep, get aroused by a yeah. real woman. That's right. That happens. Oh my God. In real life. I know. It's crazy. Imagine. We're seeing erectile it's dysfunction. Sad. We're seeing Because I, 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 I work with a woman named Alexandra Katahaka. She has a website called Center for Healthy Sex. Centerforhealthysex.com is where you go. And I interview her every week on the radio. We, we discuss these topics. And uh, she was saying she's now starting to treat men in their late teens for erectile dysfunction wow. because they're so spent by the porn. And she has now seen a couple of cases of porn addiction in 10-year-olds. Oh, no. Oh, what? Geez. I mean, yeah. it's great when you're in your There's 50s. There's some information you don't need. Wait, wait. No, no. wait <laughs> speaking of not needing information, Susan's about to reveal something. It's, I okay. think. <laughs> it's great when you're in your 50s and you're dealing with prostate cancer and you want to make it work again like it it works yeah. great for certain things but right. you know as an adult you know it's yeah. just it, under the it's age not of- where kids should learn yeah yeah those kids today no i Speaking mean I- kids. <laughs> do we sound like the yes, guy get off my like lawn that. We do no, sound like that. that you shouldn't learn about harsh. sexual Are we going intimacy? Gran Torino on masturbation right now? <laughs> <laughs> is me, that what's happening? Let me yeah. I'm all for masturbation, but but that being the model for how you be intimate is ridiculous. Right. That's yeah. what we're all saying. Right. But let, 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 speaking of a 23-year-old, here's a uh, Judy, his 23-year-old son, heroin addict, mm. needs help, done everything we can. Tonight he was supposed to get on a flight to go out of state for treatment. He missed the flight. Shocking. It was mm. rebooked. He says his anxiety was too high. He couldn't get on the plane. Oh, yeah, poor baby. Steven Adler. Poor it is baby. seriously affecting my health with severe depression and anxiety. I no longer function. I have to take absence from work. So her, she's getting sucked into his she's, disease, which yeah. happens. He's doing fine. She's doing terrible. Yeah. So he's happily using. You got to get her to realize that. He's right. running the show. He's doing what he wants to do. 
right? Yeah. Yep. I really wanted her to call in, but I she wish she could call to. in. But but I deal with it all the time. The it's it, you know. And we just had a phone call before this show, yeah. and the woman's doing the right thing. She's crying to me. But she's not letting her nephew know she's crying. Right. When you, your kid knows, because a lot of parents tell them, you know that I can't sleep at night because of your drugs. The kid right. just goes, yeah, fuck, you're goddamn right. You better not sleep until you give me some more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they manipulate the wow. parent's health. There's, that's that boundarylessness with our children. Well, it's also, and the mom becomes convinced the child will die if she doesn't save him. And it's exactly They'll die the op- one way or the other. It's exactly My sister, my nephew, I told my sister was very codependent. And I told her, you know, she was doing crazy stuff. He robbed her and he, all kinds oh of crazy God. stuff. And, I, and she, he, I heard he was back at living in her house. And I went down there all self-righteous and i walk in and he's there it's like hey uncle bobby i'm like fuck you brian and i went and got my sister and i said what the fuck is he doing living in this house he's 23 years old he's just trouble 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 Mm -hmm. and she goes bobby i'm just scared he's gonna die i go he's gonna die in this motherfucking house unless you listen to me susan and he did three months later (gasps) oh my god it's the most terrible. fucked up thing. And then when I got the phone call from my older sister, I was like, oh, my God, I hope Susan doesn't remember I said that. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, but she doesn't listen to this podcast. Either. No, well, she's dead now. I so, think yeah. Stephen yeah. Adler's oh. mother was really helpful. Yes, that podcast. So just, she should, I'm going to email her back and tell her to call Bob. Just Yeah, just tell this woman to call me. I will. Okay. Right? But, but to that point, the thing we are seeing a lot of is these young, healthy Otherwise, what you call squeaky clean males dying in their bedrooms of heroin overdoses. It's crazy. It That's in, crazy. Because it well, the drug has this fentanyl in it. Tell tell what fentanyl is just for one Fentanyl's really quick a thing. Synthetic opiate. Why it's, is it so much stronger than heroin? We we're we lots of things are stronger than heroin. Did it there, not used to be heroin? There's, know even, that. there's even a form of fentanyl that's a hundred times stronger than the fentanyl that's out there. Wait, but, did, but, did heroin not used to have fentanyl in it? No, fentanyl is a separate a new, separate chemical. It's a new thing. It's not. A new but thing. they put it together. Well, yeah, they they do it to make the heroin stronger and they make more money. Right, uh, the fentanyl's become available. It. Yeah, they cut it with fentanyl. It's mm-hmm. become available. It's become cheap, and so they're using it. And listen, kids are dying, but like but, crazy. This is awful. Like crazy. And yeah. no one, no media covers it at all. More kids died of drugs last year in 2016 than died of gun violence. Wow. That's crazy. Well, Donald crazy. Trump said he's going to fix it, Bob. Well, I'm hoping he'll call me. Or he's yeah. going to call you, so then I'll put all my differences aside, Drew. We'll yeah. just have I, him on I the show. I proclaim right now. We'll if just he, have him on the show. If that man will exactly. step I'll up. I'll see if I can set that up. For no, if if he, that man he, will <laughs> step up. If he calls us for help, we will help. We, we, we got, he could, we got he could wipe away... A year and a half of craziness by really addressing the opiate overdose death problem in America. Who manuf- is it manufactured at well, home? Well, now they're getting it from China, China. the fentanyl, the people that I've been... I, my, I've fentanyl really? addicts for years. I mean, they used to take the... Uh, the it comes in a patch. I wish I knew about it when I was using... That's how crazy drug addiction is. Yeah. The patches were <laughs> originally for- I'm pointing at Bob now. Yeah. This guy... Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> but why? He is still it? has that brain. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> don't sit too close. But it, but it, I understand one. But these kids are taking. They don't even know it's fentanyl. Right. Sometimes they, they come into our treatment center. They test positive for synthetic opiates, and they say well, they've been on heroin. They say, "Well, no, you haven't." Yeah, You're and they don't even something, know. Something, man, right. may. Yeah, of course. God, and I'm upset about synthetic so, olive oil. But, so, <laughs> like that's literally like what I preach about in my book, and I'm like, holy shit! How do you get regu- about How do you know if your olive oils? <laughs> this is the thing. How do you know? How do you know if you get regular heroin? You, you don't. You, you really don't. You have oil. to go to trusted sources. 
Where do I go for my olive oil? I don't really well, care Well, Villa Capelli is my favorite. Okay. But there are, there are good ones. You just have to... They have to go to actually. I say Google UC Davis olive oil study. They Susan, do. Susan, you got to check this out for us. <laughs> so they're not made of olives. No. Olive oil? It's oh, you're that. kidding me! No, they're allowed to cut. It. FDA lets them cut it. How much? Uh, How much up oil? Up to forty percent. With what? Cottonseed, canola, uh, canola, soy, poison. soybean oil. Isn't canola poison? poison. Yeah, that's what we poison. Learned. It's the yeah. Italians call it lampante. It means lamp oil. You'll burn it, but you don't eat it. Oh. Well, you make sure we have real olive oil here. I have to, to look at our supplies. So the fancy, I'll text you the link. I buy it. Thing olive. There's a good. Okay, that's good. Just for consumers at home, I always buy the most expensive thing. Figuring that's probably the safest. I mean, that's true I get with olive the logic. oil. I actually get the logic in that because in this case, it probably is true. Okay, but if it's one of the big brands and it's their expensive line, I wouldn't trust it. And so, I don't want to say any brand names because I don't want you to get sued because Trader they go Jones after dude, good dude, olive oil. Dude, do you know right? canola, yeah, but, canola oil is the worst thing? Especially when it's heated. Yeah, it's, which is what? how we've made French fries. Yes, yeah. yeah, literally, literally, literally McDonald's because they said the beef fat was no good. We have to use canola oil. Literally, the beef fat, the tallow, was way better right. than the canola oil. Way better. I yeah, know. and they're just now figuring this out. Yeah. I love the Do Gooder Brigade, don't you? The yeah. Do Gooder Brigade. Yeah. So they're out now there fighting anyway. the fight for well, righteousness. They're the, the Do Gooder. Yeah. They're the same ones going after secondhand smoke right now. And do you know that you cannot be smoking a cigarette in your car as you drive through? It's Castaic or something. One oh. of those, uh, uh, one of the sea places yeah. up there, up in that. Con- because of the dryness. No, it's against the law. Oh, just for secondhand smoke? You can't smoke, smoke yeah. in the yeah, city? Yeah. City limits, you can't smoke. Yeah, at yeah. all. Oh, yeah, I know that. Not even in your car. And you know, what, you know what it's right near? <laughs> that huge oil gas yeah. leak. The whole oh, town is poisoned. They're all, all going to die. Yeah. But yet they can't smoke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we live in madness. Thank you. We live in madness. It is madness. But is that anyway? Back to fent- fentanyl. So fentanyl, fentanyl. Fentanyl. It was available in a patch for cancer patients, uh, and then in the world of pain management, all of a sudden everyone's on fentanyl. But Lots there's of pills pen- now. There's sublingual pills. But my my patients would open the packets and suck them down. That's what teen. That's what uh, teen mom. That's what what's her name? Oh my god! Uh, hold on. The team, we need Hold to on. save her. Shh, it's, uh, While she was pregnant? No, no, well, no, just oh. But it was, uh, what's her name? While Help she was me. breastfeeding? The one that was a drug addict went to prison. Oh, Nikki. Uh, uh, Amber. Ham- Amber. Amber was Amber. in the in court, in court, ran into the bathroom, sucked down several packets, stood in front of the judge and said, I'm going to die. You have to put me somewhere. It's good, good on her. Wow. And they put her in a program in, in Indiana. Did went, they have that on the show? I wish I would. talked about it on the show. I don't know if it went on. I, you know, I do these reunions I host, and I we do like 12 hours of filming and two hours of television comes out. So it, and, and I don't watch, of course. So I don't know what the, <laughs> actually was on the air. Right. But, but, but the, um, the Indiana Correction, I went and visited her in her program. She went in a five-year drug treatment program that had peer, graduate, peer counseling models. It was fantastic. She was so good. She, she's alive today because of it. Once they get out, they don't follow through the way like a – Medical system would, but well, we have that here in LA County at Linwood. Really, Linwood that good? It's one year. That is a good. That's where Robert Downey went. Oh, all right. So it, some states have it. Hold on, I'm looking casual for a, a picture. Being it's taken. just a just a real casual, casual, just casual. Turn the book around. We got the book upside oh, yeah. down. Jesus. Oh, Wait, what is what? <laughs> what is that? What? what? How did we even get this? <laughs> What even is that? <laughs> what is that? That is Eat Happy. That's the Anvocino cookbook that we live by here. Did you ever think you were going to be in this line of work? Writing cookbooks? Yeah. No. I know. Isn't it crazy where yeah. your life leads you? So how can so you crazy. tell young people like, 
Well, you know, Be, again, I was a musician. I would then I became a drug seen, addict. Then I became a drug counselor. I think, then I, I think a lot of yeah. it. We've seen booms and bust economies too, and so we sort yeah. of know that things eventually get better. They've never seen anything but uh, flatline. Even though I mean, it's okay, it's, yeah. it's been sort of a flatline. But, but they don't take chances too. The the like the entry level chance, right? Yep. So That's I true. can tell people like just do this. You got to trust me. The the men, the people I've mentored, they've had to have trust in me. Like just do this. It's going to be fucking hard for like six months or eight months, but just or do longer. This. Trust me. If you're going right. to do anything in entertainment, it but, could be yeah, much but, longer. Yeah, than the problem I'm not saying drug treatment. You can move ahead faster. If you're <laughs> yeah, half, that's true. If you got half a that's brain. True. But that's part of the problem, I think. A lot of these things, these sort of starter up sorts of uh, positions are institutionalized now. And so yeah. once you get into the lineup, you can't get out and do it somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah, you're in television true. production, you can't do film production. If you're in right. uh, working at Starbucks, you can't work at P- – you know, I mean, everything's very sort of – where they start, sort of they, it locks them in a little bit. I think that gets them anxious too. I just – I feel like everything I've tried has had such a – like even starting the podcast with Vinny, we did three episodes a week for about three years before I was like, I can just do one now. <laughs> and, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. just – and then before stuff really started going and people think we're insane, but – now it's paid off because, well, because you did all because that we, we we basically there was no plan worked for free yeah. you had no for years plan. to like well, you had yeah no plan. and I be, told him you have to grow it organically like you can't it, you can't force stuff people you, I know that have been successful in businesses or in sort of endeavors like this did it for a while for free yeah I did radio for free for ten years I believe it yeah just I thought I was doing community service <laughs> like I said when somebody said what do you do ten years from now I'm like yeah well, not this <laughs> not this. Yes, producer. You have, you, you, it's time to wrap. It oh, up. we're just, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. This has been fun. You want to go for a job? So how many? Let's just wrap it up with how many careers we've had. I was okay. a professional student because nope. I had right professional student till I was twenty three. Really, yeah, yeah. professional student because I got money for going to school. Then I ran a bookstore and I wanted to have a bookstore but that never came about mm. then I got into music <laughs> and I started as a roadie and then I looked at the bands I roadie for and I was like I could fucking do that it's not that hard <laughs> and then I became a singer and then that ran its course and I got sober and I thought I want to have a restaurant because I worked in a restaurant that's Never great. did. That's great. But my whole first two years, of sobri- two years of sobriety was working in a restaurant, learning everything about it because I was going to own my own Wait, restaurant. You, let me let me let me flip it a little bit. He was offered a job washing dishes. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Then restaurants started. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, restaurants started looking but, interesting. But once you come into sobriety and you're just right. looking around, like there's, I'm not going to play music anymore. I'm not going to be a doctor. Right. You know what I mean? You start right. limiting at 35 years right. old. I thought I could own a restaurant eventually someday. I really believe that. And so that's why I, st- I found the restaurant you so still, interesting. You want to still stick to that. You still should have a restaurant. I really restaurant. want yeah. a restaurant. Anna can help you it. with the yeah. cauliflower pizza. I love it. Yeah. Let's open a restaurant with <laughs> a cauliflower all, pizza. For all the low-carbers who come in. Yeah. Yeah. That, Give them the cauliflower pizza. You Eat your in, vegetables, You live in Hipsterville people. there. They, they would... I, don't, I, I go into Hipsterville. I live far from Hipsterville. Where do you live? Claremont. That's not Hipsterville? It's pretty hipster. Yeah. Downtown yeah. Claremont. Yeah, it's pretty hipster. Downtown Claremont. And, and you, I was just you, there at the Flappers. It was very nice in Claremont. Oh, so you can, uh, yeah. yeah. Were you there playing? No, I didn't. I was did the show with Vinny. And, oh, yeah. Great. So I wish tell I us where you're going to be. We should do our pod there at Flappers. Uh, Flappers yeah. in Claremont. Yeah, we should. You guys should. I'm the Claremont. They'll the do new it. Born People again Claremontian. People will come out for it. That's great. That's fun. We should do it. 
Anyways, there's a little French restaurant if you ever go there. About two doors down from Flappers okay. on the street. And it's good. It's my favorite place. Yeah, but you're, you're when we're going out place. on the town, that's buy where that we go. Place. That's right. Isn't your wife's family business restaurant? Yeah, yeah, but they sold it. Uh-uh. Maybe they can the advise you. Okay. Maybe they can advise you on what to do. All right, we got to go. We got to go. No, but, but how many careers did you have? You were a doctor, oh, you were yeah. a radio show, you were a TV show. Yeah, lots of different Then things. He was a singer, he was a dancer. Singer? He, he was a pimp. You were a singer? No, you were I, I mean, no, no, no. I didn't know you were a pimp. also did a porn. No, I did not know those things. I, uh, I would I, like to get my hands on that porn tape. I did think I was. We gonna, can make I some think dough. a lot of people want to see that. <laughs> I did think I was going to be an opera singer for about five minutes. So really? I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I still, I did uh, lifeguarded. I street sweeped. I. Uh, did you do the street sweeping machine? No, I did. I nope. did. Uh, <laughs> you were the, the old pushing a broom, like in Stomp. You were yeah. one of the. <laughs> he did, he did a did, Pasadena did, wait, wait, style. Yeah. I was a doorman at a, at a bar. Oh in, yeah, in you're a, a bouncer. In, the uh, roof. A bouncer. Awesome. You do in have Newport. a bouncer. Yeah, yes. you do. Uh, tallness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was just like before. He's got you like were the in school. I know it was before, college, before medical school. But it was between college, like but you got to see all these different worlds. Yeah, yeah, lots of right. Yeah. That's what kids need to do. They need to they see do. all different kinds right. of worlds. I had like 50 jobs, oh, too. Susan Me, too. Had 50. I yeah. went. 50. I'm, not, I'm not even going to talk about it because it would just take all day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. She had Drew, more jobs than read, the, read the plugs. Tell us where to find Anna soon. She's going to do flappers. But again, let's probably. give some advice. Kids, get out there and get Listen. any job and learn and yeah. grow. And I have three of those. I just them. have to okay. say, I was also a political consultant for eight years. Wow. You're so, kidding. I'm not kidding. Right. I'm not kidding. Like, you can do it. You can do whatever. Hey, listen, my aunt who has a firm on the Hill called me after my daughter was born and said, I have a way for you to go to auditions, but you have to learn campaign finance law. And I said, great. Campaign and I did. Finance it's law. another pad podcast. It's a whole thing. It's another <laughs> whole podcast. Thing. Anyway. He's fascinated. We'll anyway, back. I'll okay. be at the Women in Comedy Festival in Boston. Uh, I thought it was Atlanta. April 17th through 23rd. Then I'll be at the Laughing Skull Comedy Festival in Atlanta, May 3rd through 6th. How fun. Good. And uh, eat happy, gluten-free, grain-free, low-carb recipes for a joyous life, joyful life. Uh, you can see, hear her on uh, Fitness Confidential. Uh, where we can we get that? iTunes? I'm iTunes. Yep. The Android. We're not denying the Android people. I, I love the Android. I might switch. Oh, Come on. Uh, AnnaBochino.com. <laughs> That's a lot of talk. Uh, anything else we need to plug for you, Anna? We're, we don't want to miss That's anything. enough. All right. And uh, again, us too. You can find us on iTunes. We love those five-star ratings. We uh, They first read Lady of Love. Uh, Please hoards, take hoards five minutes out subscribe. of your day and go fill that out. And subscribe. And also uh, check out what's happening at Dr.com. New articles, new shows, uh, Weekly Infusion as well, Dr. Drew Podcast, Adam and Dr. Drew Podcast. And send us your emails at Dr.com slash contact. And we'll also send you a weekly, uh, sort of a medical exactly. newsletter out of uh, Weekly Infusion. And, uh, and the card that I got Facebook, on my phone. Face- the card. The card. The oh, card. yeah. Don't the forget card. the card. I got it on my phone. I'm going to get a uh, discount ref- on Nicorette gum. Refill wise card, 22822 on your phone, just like Bob did. Plug in Dr. Drew. Or not Dr. Drew, just, just Drew. Drew. Just Drew. And uh, Hydrolyte. Is somebody else copywritten Dr. Drew in that organization? No, they just didn't want people to write out doctor. They just people, wanted to say confusing. When you put yeah. doctor, sometimes people put doctor, period, Drew. Then they put D O C T O R, Drew. They oh, mess okay. it up. So yeah. it's just, you know, just okay. making Drew. It straightforward. It was fine. And uh, at Bob Four, at Ask Bob Four, at First Lady of Love, at Dr. Drew, at Anna Vocino. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. 